Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 35 of the Metal and Magic podcast. We're hoping this gets out to you on time and uh, in the normal fashion, because we've just migrated servers. We've gone from SoundCloud to Podbean. So, um, yeah, we're hoping that this gets it uh, gets to you, uh, makes its way to you in one way or another. So, I don't want to keep you guys in suspense anymore. I know we've got uh, some dead people that need to uh, be dealt with in this episode. So, let's jump right in to episode 35 of the Metal and Magic podcast. The Blue Tower Aftermath. Where last we left our heroes, they had just uh, defeated an ancient white dragon in the top of the Blue Tower. Um, we had some discussion off air, and Phelan uh, is still dead, not resurrected. Bleh. He is dead, and uh, Myrna had gone downstairs to find some paper from some broken down books to stuff him. Uh, however, she returns too late. For 12 seconds, hath done passed, and he did roll in that one. That's glorious. So, Phelan is dead. Uh, Grayson, I believe, was in the middle of the room checking the box. I took it all. Well, you find a letter in the box. <laughs> okay. Do you read Elvish? I don't think I do. I do. Nope. Well, um... Abyssal and Draconic. You can reckon... Uh, roll an intelligence check. I don't think I'm very smart. <laughs> Karak says... Ah, I'm average. Okay, here we go. 16. Is average 10? Yeah. Okay. So 16? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you recognize it as Elvish. Okay. So you know you need to ask someone if they speak that, but you don't. Okay. I'm just gonna, like, hold on to it for a minute. I don't know what everyone speaks. I speak Elvish. You could ask. <laughs> I mean, you do Demon know- Lord of Pride is my patron. She looks at it and she's like, yeah, I understand that. You can hand so it to somebody like, who speaks Elvish, and she's like, I knew it said that. <laughs> this is where getting that one... What is it? That would have been, Elvish. like, where what you can read all languages. She, yeah, uh, Eyes of the Roomkeeper. Yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, she has a letter that she found in with all of the, um, all of the items. And if you guys remember from the, like, flashback you had, well, the, the, the vision you had before the dragon came in, there was a piece uh, that the half-elf had laid his hand on a blank sheet of paper and it filled with words and went into the chest. Mm. I speak Elvish. But um, we're going to go over the items inside the chest. Yeah, which I have. Uh, there is a morning star that is slightly bigger than a normal Morningstar. It looks like it could be wielded as a versatile weapon, basically, mechanically. Uh-huh. So, one-handed or two-handed. Um, it is... Uh, appears to be made of a golden metal. Could be gold. Could be something just magically tinted golden. But it is encrusted with precious stones. Uh-huh. Um, there is 
the shaft of light that is used as a staff. There is the uh, belt that you saw that dwarf use in all the visions. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a horn that you saw the uh, high elf use that summoned uh, like watery warriors. Mm -hmm. There is a large stone shield. Mm -hmm. And there is a green amulet. That's the one that didn't get on this list. Okay. So those are the items. Without identify being cast, I'm not going to tell you what they do. Um, but those are the items. Uh, by the way, everybody at home, Chip isn't here, but he's on his way. And Eric is sewing together pieces of foam. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, so to be, to be fair, we know which one of these is going to Eric. <clears throat> because, if he asks nicely. Well, it's either that or it gets sold. Or somebody multi-classes in Barbarian. Which is a possibility. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Phelan's dead. You guys are in a room. What do you do? I, uh, I move slightly. <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> There's a draft coming in from the giant hole in the wall it's, that moves him slightly. It's a warm draft. Because it's the desert. But yes. Um, Just a nice, nice dry breeze that blows his hay everywhere. Okay. I guess first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just like I'm oh, by the holding way, all of this stuff. By the way, now that he is dead, dead, his uh, yeah, magic yeah. items uh, are no longer casting the image of a human, <laughs> and he's totally a creepy scarecrow with big old claws. That's weird. Um. In a rope. Okay. That would make sense when I was trying to stuff paper into him. Was that with us the whole time? It's failing. Of course it was with us the whole time. Why is he now like this? He was always like this. That's unfortunate. I feel like... <laughs> How come my magic didn't detect this? I feel like you're going you detected magic. denial. It just was... You realize that you're detecting all this magic, and I mean, he's obviously magic. He was a sorcerer, yeah. and he had magical items, but you did you could tell one of them was an enchantment, but you, it did, with your detect magic, you can only detect the top yeah, of the school. Yeah, I know. And, it was just like, yeah. so that's what the enchantment was? Why do you think he slept stuck up on a pole like that? <laughs> I thought it was weird. Some people like things up their ass. <laughs> I thought he was weird. Have you seen the people I travel with? <laughs> I'm a snack. I'm a snitherless. So what do you guys do? Um, are you guys going to take a long rest? Are you going to set fire to his body? In this tower that just popped up out of the ground and we don't know when it's going to pop back down into the ground, I think. Whenever not. it does, I mean, we could just jump out of this hole in the... Yeah, in, it in, could be like an elevator. Yeah. I'm not worried as long as someone is awake. I think we should. Or rest. we could. Just, Never mind. I don't trust we, these we, bitches. We Let's get out. We can see the town in the distance. It's it's like a quarter day's travel, and you do have some desert between Let's, you. You see it because you're so high up. Right. Let's just travel to town. Okay. Do you leave Phelan's body in the no, tower? No, we have to bring him. Why do we have to bring him? Maybe we could still fix him. By the way, do you, you have spent... needle and thread? He's made of straw. We could go somewhere with more straw. You yes, have spent. I just like to point this out, guys. You have spent a good amount of time in the tower. You traveled uh, like eight 
know, like six hours to get here. You spend a good amount of time in the tower, and it is getting close to dusk. It's getting dark. We should just stay. Don't think that's wise. Um, What's your wisdom score? <laughs> it's ten. But. You are of average wisdom. I will allow this assumption. I am more wise this than you are. Was uh, the home of an ancient dragon? I'm sure there's. But it's dead now. How many ancient There's dragons also the eggs. possibly live here? You do have the eggs. Who's carrying them? Drake. I think Drake had them, and he's not here right now. Uh, yes. I, 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 I correct Dragons myself. reproduce clearly. Asexually. They reproduce through bedding. I made that up. In my world, dragons <laughs> dragons reproduce asexually. But if they have eggs... Like budding? They have huh? baby dragons. But... We can cook them and eat them. Who's Misha can to have say friends. There aren't more older dragons. I would rather not get blasted. Is anyone a ranger again. that has like favored enemy dragon? No. Okay. I don't think we have a ranger in this part. Let's just no. get out of the tower and uh, set did. up camp uh. and go to sleep because I don't know about you guys, but and I pull like lift up that shield and I'm like this thing I want. <laughs> okay, so you guys go downstairs outside of the tower. Well, into the into the dust cloud. That How heavy is he? First things. As a not, deceased scarecrow. Not very. He's made out of straw. <laughs> Just kind of like stuff him. <laughs> like first into my down. bag. First before we leave. What was in the chest? All this you. stuff that I'm holding. I'm, I'm role playing. Oh, you're doing the thing with the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't tell. <laughs> Not used to this. Except this guy. What? Oh, I said that I was stuffing him in a bag. In one of the bags. No, I'm, I specifically pull out a bag from the bag of holding bags that okay. I have now. She has a bag Just of bags. to stuff him inside of it. Okay, so you take a bag out of the bag of bags and stuff Phelan's dead f- box uh, body inside. <laughs> yeah. You could have just put him in the giant chest and took the chest with you, but that's Why fine do too. that? That just adds more weight. I don't run encumbrance in this game, though, but it's fine. There's a cheat code that allows you to have infinite, we- like, weight. Um, anyway. All but that guy came out of the chest. The shield is mine. I don't know. What was that again? There was a belt. There's there was a this bag. belt. There's there was this golden morning star. There's this shaft. There's this uh, shaft horn. Ooh, ooh, I want a horn. Please. She, you she, have the horn. The tiny person. Yeah. It's now she, doing she goes, her best. She goes from <laughs> flying on her dragon to like on the ground. Dragging this fucking horn yeah. because it hasn't resized yet. Um, there's no longer a horn. And then there's also this green necklace. Amulet, it's magical. 
Are you just assuming it's magic? No, I have detect magic on alert at all times. Belt, shield, horn, okay. staff, morning star, and necklace. Yep, that was it. And the, well, and the letter, but she didn't mention the letter. Do you want any of these things? I mean... It's going to be like that book I gave her that she never read. I read some of oh. it. <laughs> Not the one that told you how to make your... Like, how um. to use the, the magical tubes that combine magic items. You made a chlorine? Yes. <laughs> I'll, uh, it's okay, though. I'll take a look at the staff, if, if I may. Anyone else want the staff? Michael's dead body. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you're dead. I'm, I'm all gone. She looks at you, she's like, you're dead. You're in a bag. Dead as dicks. <laughs> you're literally straw in a bag. Um. So are you guys going to stay in the tower and divvy out items, or are you going outside and making camp just in case the tower like, goes back into the desert? I would rather not sleep in the tower. Let's just get out. If anyone else wants something, you can ask me politely on our way down. Fair enough. What was that hand, Megan? Morning star, please. <laughs> there you go. Alright, so... Not um, really into those things. You guys notice the door... About how far down would you say? You're on the fourth floor of a... Of a Tower. But how tall? 20, 40, 60, maybe 80 feet in the air. Okay. You gonna jump? No. Catch Featherfall? No. You throw Michael's body out of the hole <laughs> so you don't have to carry it? No. <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be like landing on a bale of hay. Oh, I got right. an Assassin's Creed to make. <laughs> <With claws>. um. <laughs> <laughs> so. A door frame. Emerges with like bones and stuff as the the frame of the door. Hashtag C episode like twenty seven when he cast yeah d- dimension, dimension door, last. door and I'm gonna open it and, and I'm gonna step grab through, his wrist and I'm on the ground. Okay, you are on the ground. Walking's for that peasant shit. <laughs> um, the rest of you, I assume, descend in normal fashion down the get stairs. Me some. Yeah. There are cookies for those of you wondering what that "get me some" was for. <laughs> um, so you guys start to go down the uh, spiral staircase from third, fourth to third floor. You get down there, notice the doors open. Same with the second floor, doors open. You get to the first floor with the big, big doors, and there open. You see James standing outside. Um, I saved that fourth spell just for this. <laughs> He's like, I was down, so I couldn't use any of my spells. <laughs> uh, it is getting dark. Hashtag Floofwatch 2018. Stalking her food. That doesn't move. Soon 2019. Ooh. I know. Hashtag going strong. Um, so we are downstairs, you are outside, in the desert, lovely sunset, looking like Tatooine, uh, what do you do? I look for blue milk. 
You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> so do we keep walking into the night, or do you know, we camp? You know, by like, if if you're really good at estimating distance from long heights, it's still like a four or four and a half hour journey to the town. Yeah, I had my abacus out and everything while we were up there, and I was like calculating. He's doing a lot of trigonometry. Um, So it's up to you guys. Whatever you want to do. I am prepared for either. If you want to go after just fighting a dragon four and a half hours into the desert to a town, I am prepared to kill you all. But, I'm joking. It could be, you know, the dice might roll in your favor and you might not get a random encounter. I got 16 health. And I do not want to sleep in a fucking desert. Well, we could have. Oh, you have a decision to make. (laughs) You could have slept in the tower. Let's sleep in this tower that pops up randomly when we have no idea how long it's going to stay up. Then it pops down, and then we're trapped inside of a tower underneath the desert for God knows how long. The one thing I didn't plan for was 20 minutes to decide where we're going to (laughs) rest. So, where are we going to rest? Here. we got four people. That means there's a possibility of a tie, and we'll flip a coin. But it's time to vote. We going to town? Raise your hand if you're going to town. Yeah. Raise your hand if you want to sleep in a desert. You're Michael raised his hand, but he's not allowed. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you at home, James was the only one who raised his hand on going to town. Everyone else, including dead Michael, decided to raise their hand for the other one. So, you guys make camp. Yep. Um, you guys, um, did you stay next to the tower? Did you walk away from the tower? How far did you go from the tower? We probably walked a little bit away from the tower. We walked approximately four, four hours, hours <laughs> away from the tower. <laughs> oh, look, guys, it's the town. <laughs> I died. Um, you set up camp. Yeah. Um, the whole time we're setting up camp, Carox is like, I'm being forced to sleep in a desert <laughs> like a peasant. I keep forgetting that you're a, you're a stuck-up noble. <laughs> so, um, you guys have items. I'm not taking watch. Neither are my dead zombie mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> All of them died at once. It was her. It was my favorite thing. All but one. Yeah, oh, but the one. Is he still alive? No, he good? turned. He, yeah. Because he... Oh, because he fell... Oh! Roll for initiative. You got one zombie with one HP. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I made that joke last week. He had one week. HP. <laughs> I made that joke last week. Let's not do that. Um, so... Is that... Are, are you going to just attune to your items without knowing if they're cursed or not? Or are you asking for identification first from the only person here who can identify items? I'm going to sleep. He's going to sleep. So right. I live life on the edge. I got ice blasted. Do you have a tomb in slots? By a fucking ancient dragon and was no, damn near one shot. Those, so that's what I was concerned. Me too. But you got, no, you were. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you've got them all. And I think that's it. Okay. Um. So. Oh wait, you know your bracers don't. So I, if any of you, just FYI for attunement slot purposes, if any of you have a divine gift 
They that do not count me. towards your attunement slots. Does this? Just, did I have to attune to this ring of shielding? I believe so. Okay. I probably had to attune to the boom boom shield, but that would be the only thing. No, that was a common item. It was a common item. It doesn't require attunement. Well, then never mind. I didn't attune to anything. Um, Megan, if I remember correctly, you are attuned to your plate armor and your maul. Your uh, bracelet, your your bracers don't require attunement. Um, so for those of you, a quick uh, recap on attunement situations. Um, if you are attuned to three items, you cannot attune to a fourth item. If you wish to unattune to an item, that takes a long rest and then another long rest to attune to another item. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's go around the table and everybody can tell me what they're attuning to. Uh, Grayson, I know you got the shield, right? Yeah, I'm attuning to the cool shieldy shield, shielder. Alright, uh, the shield is called Stoneheart. Um, it is the shield you watched the female Goliath create out of, like, solid stone in the fight with the troll, or the giant. It was a giant. Um, Stoneheart is a shield made of solid stone. While attuned to it, a character has, uh, while attuned to it, it is a plus two shield, meaning the total AC bonus is plus four. So that means that I have a 22 AC. Sure. That means I'm lying on all my dice rolls. Um, <laughs> also, while using the shield, if an ally is within five feet of you, their AC is increased by two as you intercept attacks with a magical swiftness. Wow. So if you are within five feet of another of another person that you would wish to give... Plus two to their AC, you can do so. So I could just be like, Yo, Megan, plus two. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got someone on both sides, it counts because you are within reach of both of them. I could be all like, <laughs> <laughs> For those of you at home, she's swinging her arm wildly from side to side. And, and her I, tongue is smiling. <laughs> and I shake my oh. head <laughs> and put my face in my hand. James, you know you love it. <laughs> So, James, are you identifying your thing or are you attuning to it? Okay, first, I'm looking at my character sheet. Uh-huh. I've got something on it that looks like it says docent. And in parentheses, I have two dollar signs. <laughs> okay, that is the core from the Warforged Cleric okay. at Northhold. It's entirely useless to you unless you somehow become a Warforged. Okay. It is worth a lot of money. That's why I put two dollar signs. Yes, I'll put it is extremely. Three. It is uh, extremely expensive. Second, they're crazy ancient. Do I still room. have the blue tower book? Because I picked it up. Yes. Okay. Yes, and actually, are you looking at it? I because was I, gonna look at it and whatnot. Because I have something written written for if you look at it. Okay. Um, the book as you grab it begins to vibrate again. Okay. Damn it. It doesn't glow, but it, it just shakes itself out of your hand, falls to the, the desert ground, and it starts to flip open. Another fucking tower. And a green tower! No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, no. The, uh, the book flips open, and you see it flipping through all the pages, and it gets to the uh, like the last ten pages, and they're all blank. And um, writing starts to appear. 
Uh, Karox is a fucking hero in this story. <laughs> and it and it is basically. And then he had to sleep in the sand. Historical. <laughs> it's like uh, it's written like a history textbook. So it's it's basically. Um, no one's gonna read it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is the results of the loss at the Blue Tower. And it's got like uh, six small. Um, Bullets. Bullet points. Uh, the United Tribes of Goliaths fell into civil war. Uh, to this day, they have not completely reunited under one banner. They may have temporary alliances, but they have never had a complete and permanent reunification after Isabel Stonefist perished in the tower. Uh, without Garrick the Illuminator, the leader of Gelbern Hall, it fell to invading forces of Ironkeep and Deepcastle, which those of you who live on this continent know are the Mountain Dwarves and the uh, Hill Dwarves, respectively. Uh, Galvern Hall was stripped clean and its inhabitants fled. Those who didn't were killed or enslaved. That's the Dwarves. Yes. Well, Galvern Hall was where the, uh, the half-elf, mm. the wizard, was from. It is now uh, ruins and kind of lost. But they fell to the dwarves. Um, after Ilbrid the, Ilbird the Dragonheart died, Orenthal erected a golden statue to its fallen king. His son took the throne and the city prospered for over a thousand years, though recently we all know it fell and was taken by Cedric and his puppet Bard King. We saved that town. You did. Elaine of Winterwater's story is still told to this day to children of Winterwater as a cautionary tale to stop them from wanting to lead a life of adventure or venturing far beyond the borders of their great mountain kingdom. Uh, Joan, who was the bard, uh, not bard, he was the halfling rogue. Sorry, I don't know where bard came from. Joan was the... Uh, Halfling rogue. He is seen as a fool for attempting to grift uh, five other kings and command a dragon. His name is now used as an insult amongst thieves and crooks. What was his name? Joan. J-O-N-E. Joan? <laughs> Such a Joan. <laughs> Danrick's tribe revered him as a hero. And still to this day, descendants of his tribe sing songs of his battle and his ascension to the halls of the fallen. Though the Crimson Storm tribe does not exist anymore due to a disagreement uh, as to who should take over after his death, it gave birth to dozens of barbarian tribes that roam the lands of Kars. So that's everything that was uh, written in the book. For those of you at home, Chip is here now. Yay! So Drake is with us. Um... So you, you read the book, James. Uh, you have the book and you have the staff of light. Right. And I'm going to identify the staff of light. Okay, it is... I uh, spend ten minutes holding the staff, caressing the staff. Becoming the staff. And shaking the This would have been so much staff. better if you would have just said shaft. Because it's the shaft of light. I hold the shaft. 
I caress the shaft. No, I'm not masturbating. <laughs> okay, well, like the shaft. You, you spend ten minutes slowly rubbing your shaft. And here's what you find. It's called the Staff of the Illuminator. It is a uh, legendary hmm. item. Ooh. It gives you plus two to intelligence. It is a plus three quarter staff. It is always under the effects of the light spell. You cannot turn it off. Okay. Um, and it gives you the ability to cast light at will. So as a cantrip, you get light, basically. Okay. While attuned to it. Um, it gives you the ability to cast lightning bolt at a fifth level spell, once per long rest. It sheds bright light for 60 feet, dim light for another 60 feet, and it is a plus three spell casting, modif- uh, spell casting focus. Nice. So, plus two intelligence. And it's a plus three quarter staff and a plus three arcane focus. Lightning bolt and at fifth level. And lightning bolt at fifth level once per long rest. Yeah. Huh. Sign you up. So there is that. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go ahead and spend a little bit of time attuning to it. Okay. And then when I attune to it and it becomes bright, I'm just gonna... Have it out and keep everyone awake on that. Okay. So, <laughs> so you spend your long rest attuning to it. Now, make sure. Now, you you have to choose. You you have two magical spellcasting uh, arcane focuses now. All right. The the plus two dagger, and now the plus three staff. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. I'm dual holding. No, it's not. It don't stack. Uh. <laughs> I'm a wizard. <laughs> oh, you're like Gandalf. Yeah. Um, Duct tape the, the smaller sword. Yeah. Very smaller. Much smaller. Um, a very smaller statement. The horn. Uh, Myrna has the horn. Wait, did I learn it if it was cursed or anything? It's not cursed. Okay. I just said that to scare you. Um, the Do you start to attune to the horn? Yes. Here's uh, the Horn of the Watercaller. The horn, when you are attuned to it, can call forth a massive wave to submerge your foes. Blowing in this horn as a full round action, one round, uh, unleashes the Tsunami spell. You can do this once per long rest. The spell and its effects slash duration are on page 284 of the Player's Handbook, so... Figure that one out. Uh, while attuned to this, you may cast Create or Destroy Water and Shape Water at will. Uh, the user of this horn can also call upon the healing powers of water to cast the Reincarnate spell on a fallen humanoid once per week. Oh my god. <laughs> um, does any, did anyone... It's been one week. Since you looked at me. Yeah, thank you. It has been. It really has been. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Megan, you were given, you asked for the Morningstar. Are you going to attune to it, or are you just going to, like, keep it forever? And, I attuned to it. Okay, so, um, here are its stats that you should write down. <laughs> um... Numbers. Do you want an extra piece of paper? Or do you have room? 
I'll figure it out. Okay. So it's uh, Severus's Morningstar. Morningstar. Got it. Okay. This Morningstar is made of a golden metal, and it is encrusted with yellow and white, uh, yellow topaz and white diamonds. It is um, a versatile weapon, so it's 1d8 or 1d10 versatile. In addition to the normal damage of the Morningstar, it also does 2d6 radiant damage on every hit. This is where I get to the part where I asked you if you wanted an extra piece of paper. Um, when it's, fine. I know, I'm sorry. It's fine. When attuned to this object, the bear has the ability to use an action to slam the star into the ground, creating a shockwave of radiant energy. Uh, it's a 15-foot radius uh, sphere. All creatures within this radius make a con save, and I'll give you the number for that. Um, on a fail, they take 3d8 radiant damage. On a success, they take half that. Uh, legend has it that the first god created this item for Ilbert the Dragonheart personally, though it has been lost for 3,000 years. Fucking Ilbert. So there's that. So I'm going to go ahead and check off the ones we've already done. Did, did you say the bear can do something? The bear? She's now a bear. You, you didn't notice? She gets bearer. A, she bearer. Gets, oh, okay. So she doesn't get a bear. She does not get a bear. <gasps> Unfortunate. <laughs> I'm really sad. a fucking bear in a group. Damn no it. bears. Wait. Maybe. Does anyone want a bag of tricks so you can have a zoo? Um, what? You want a bear? Is that where no, you're No, I just want more snakes. Oh. There are no more snakes. You found the only two snakes in this world. You killed one of them. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> yeah, I am. No. Um, Megan is showing me her character sheet now. Um, oh, yeah, it would help if I told you it was a, uh, it's a plus three weapon. So, uh, strength plus proficiency plus three. So four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. So, Trake, just FYI, the two items that are left from the chest yeah. are um, the, you don't know this, but the belt that is only attunable by a barbarian, and the green amulet that was also, that, that was in the, the chest that you saw come off of the halfling after he died. Is it the, ooh, let me roll... An insight? Uh-huh. An amulet? You want to come over and look at it? Oh, yeah. Grayson has... Yes. Uh, Salar has all the things that are left. I had a 10 on it. Isn't the eye of Agamotto? No. It is not. Damn. I don't know what it is. Maybe. I want that fucking time stone, goddammit. I got it. Okay. It. Okay. <laughs> I rescind what I just said. It is exactly that. Yeah. Like, after I, I create... Fuck, man, I haven't read Doctor Strange in years, and Maybe. I made this before the fucking movie came out, and I created the fucking Eye Agamotto. Wait, can I you just say something? It. I know. I literally, before I came here... Did you just watch it? I just watched it. It's such a good movie. movie. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. Oh my god. Bandersnatch Bandicoot is such a good actor. <laughs> Raccoon? Um, <clears throat> so you go over and you look Wait, at it. Is a soliciting call? 
No. And it is a weird, almost like an hourglass-shaped emerald Yeah. on a, like, gaudy platinum chain. Well, I am all fucking... It's, it's very, like, grandma costume jewelry. Yeah. You know what I'm very sad about? What are you sad about? That we didn't get the no. halfling or whatever the dude was um, armor that was encrusted in gems. Yeah. yeah. If you had, maybe if you had stayed in the tower, the floor would have melted away from being the eter- like the magic dragon ice and you would have found bodies. But I, you left! I doubt so who knows? Was. I mean, I did have that written, but it's fine. God, we just had to leave. Good job, it's okay. Bro. No, it's fine. That that we wasn't gonna happen, but it should have. I know it wasn't. Uh, I'm good because so I have two things I'm attuned to. And you know your divine stuff doesn't count. Oh, I thought you said it did. No, okay. no. So your gauntlets don't count. So technically, I only have one. Yes. Item. Yes. If you were chosen by or have found since a uh, item that is attributed to a god, it doesn't count. Yeah. That's. Because then you can't, then you can't use the entire. Set. Then you can't use the whole set. You're right. And get the set bonus. Yeah, the set bonus that I haven't created yet. Um, um cool. that's for the end game. So, are you saying that you want to ask for it, or you're saying that are I can hold on to it? You should hold on to it. That will get us a lot of narwhal. And right. I just kind of like stuff it into another bag. That's inside of another bag, that's inside of another bag, that's inside of a bag full of other bags, but is not the bag of holding bags. There's so many bags. This thing is going to be lost. She's not going to remember which bag of bag of bag of bag it's in, <laughs> and we're never going to get it back. No, but seriously, I just kind of like t- put it in like a little tiny <clears throat> bag to keep it safe. And then okay, it. you could wear it and not attune to it. Are these, um, are these bags sure. like... Whatever. Bag of holdings, but they're not bag of holdings. They are no, no, no. There is one central bag, and it is a bag of holding <clears throat> that is only allowed to hold. Bags. She stuffed the whole s- scarecrow into one of them. So how big are these bags? Don't worry about it. They're plot <laughs> bags. They're as big as they need to be. They're not useful items. It's <laughs> literally it's a stupid magic item. Potato sacks. Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else anyone wants to do tonight <clears throat> while they're tuning their shit? I need to tune to my horn. <laughs> As Michael gets super close to Aaron's face. Alright. So, it is morning. You are all attuned to your items. Cool beans. (laughs) Guys, I have so much defense. Um, so we'll just get right to it. What do you do, Aaron? I'm gonna fix Phelan. Well, you gotta ask Salar for his dead body. Salar, can I have that bag of scarecrow? Why do you need a bag of scarecrow? I was gonna use them for kindling. (laughs) <laughs> oh god, moral dilemmas. <laughs> I'm gonna fix him. I have the power. Oh by the way, overnight your horn your horn has become like your size Yay. now. It is it is tiny. Cool. If I have you drop a tiny it, I can't horn. help you find it. And Grayson, that giant shield has kind of gotten a little smaller just to fit your not Goliath size frame. Okay. Yeah, I'm 5'1". Yeah, I got a little bit smaller. Um, like a little bit. You do what you want, lady. And I just kind of like dump his like straw and clothes bits 
on the sand. And then I like stop. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll for environmental effects. Don't worry about it. I cast. I got a three. Firestorm. <laughs> I cast gust of wind at fourth level spell. No. So. Okay. Before it gets windy, I'm gonna run up to the pile of straw and locate the bit that I think might be what used to be his ear, and I'm gonna take my tiny horn and I'm gonna <laughs> blow right in his ear with your horn. Yes. Okay. So as you blow the horn, um, like a small stream of water comes out and it starts to encircle his pile of dead corpse body bits. I thought you were going to say she gives him a wet will. Yeah, it goes right in his ear and it's like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But here's how we decided to do this. Um, Myrna starts to see these... Like, she doesn't see the world around her anymore. She sees all these possibilities. Souls. Basically, uh, different souls and bodies and shit. Everyone at the table, except for Michael and Myrna. Except for Phelan and Myrna. Roll a d100. And we're going to go around. So someone might want to write these down. Oh, we can just... I can't read. Keep it down. Alright, so I'll start because I'm at the head of the table and I said so. Um, I got a 42, so forest gnome. Grayson. 65. Fallen Azamar. <laughs> Michael? I'm sorry, James? I looked at Michael and then I saw you. We're the same person. Oh no. 11. God. <gasps> oh no! Hi, Elf! Drake. A nine. Human. Megan? 85. Triton. <laughs> what the fuck is that? He's a, a Triton. Is that what you pick? <laughs> yes. Alright. <laughs> Thank you for not taking time. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're pretty cool. I have fallen. Alright. Isn't that like a, like it's a, a it's spear a with You're three? No, a it's a mermaid. mermaid. You are a merman. You I'm get glorious long red hair. No, that's not what he looks boots. like. He looks like a fish man. Um. Oh, you know what? Um. <laughs> fucking Abe Sapien! Hold on, hold on. Yes, he is. He's basically Abe Sapien. Um. <laughs> now roll me a d20. Okay. Or. I got a three. He's a she now! <laughs> <laughs> or he could be the fucking goldfish from American Dad, but we gotta keep him in a bowl the whole it time. It doesn't say anything about, like, sex, so, but I made that part up. Okay. Okay. You are a female triton with a male scarecrow soul. Hmm. He's right, this so, with <laughs> tits. Mirna. <laughs> Mirna is looking through all of the. Everybody's dead. We've all died. All of us guys. Oh, okay. So this is a tritonus. <laughs> Here, you're a truck. As I pull out the book. Oh my god, you're a tiny hut on wheels. Cool. All right, oh, Michael. Triton. Starbucks, but for guys. <laughs> oh man. Hold on, y'all. Y'all are killing me. Starbucks. Fuck. No. Sorry, everyone. I'm a non-hipster or soy boy. All right. Michael. Um, <clears throat> Alright. Okay. For those of you at home, here's the image you see. Everybody shut up and let me do the DM. Um, Myrna is looking into this black void and she sees 
this forest gnome, and then flashes in front of her a fallen Azamar. Swipe left. And then a high elf. <laughs> and then a human. And then a triton. And she goes, Ooh, that'll be fun! And she grabs it and slams it into his bot into like his like husk of a hay body. And the water starts to coil around him and form a new body. And uh Michael, you Phelan awakens as a Triton. Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> oh, hey, I lied, he's a he's a he. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just can't do that for the rest of this time. Oh, no. I'm joking. You can be whatever gender you wanna be. If you wanna be a girl, be a girl. It's okay. Just be either a girl or a guy. Okay. Or you can be one that shapes. Or you can be like a Ken doll and you can just have no bits. Yeah, there you go. Odd will be female. Okay, I'm guy. Okay, he rolled and he is a guy. Alright! So, um... I'm gonna poke him and be like, you're such a pretty blue now. I look over at what used to be my Kindlein and I'm like... Do I have web fingers? Wait, do I have web fingers? Yeah, why do I have web fingers? (laughs) And toes. So just just for for everyone at home, can you give me a rundown of your your ability scores now? Like, oh, what is yeah. your what are your ability? No, just the what do you get for being a triton? Oh, uh, strength, con, and charisma each increased by one. Okay. Uh, nice. Which is good that you get a boost in charisma because that is just spellcast and modifier. I have a swimming speed of thirty feet. So I can breathe air and water. I can control air and water. Good thing we're in a desert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, aquatic beasts have an extraordinary affinity with your people. I can communicate simple ideas with beasts that can breathe water. They understand meaning of your words. Um, I have resistance to cold damage and ignore any drawbacks caused by deep underwater environments. And I can now speak primordial. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, Aquaman <laughs> makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because he can't do shit. <laughs> This is going to be a really good sandwich, Batman. Using his power of telekinesis, Aquaman summons a can of sardines. <laughs> Alright, sorry, I had to get that out. Um, I can cast Wall of Water. That's a useful spell. Yeah. Yeah. Does there, does, for Wall of Water, does there have to be water around? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, Alright. And like, with, with that, he can also manipulate the wall to, to make it a 20-foot... Uh, circle. Yeah. Okay. It can be and a rain wait, of water. Do it's, I still have my magic items? Yeah, all of your items are still there. It's now a wall of fire. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you have a rod that changes everything to well, fire. I, I was going to say if someone shoots like an ice spell or something that does ice damage, then that portion of the wall turns to ice and now has a five armor... 5 AC, or no, like a 10 AC with yeah. 5 hit points, but mm-hmm. since also, it's fire, it doesn't do that anymore. I also have Fire Cloud and Gust of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're like the anti-fish uh, fish. Yeah. I need to regulate my magic items a little better. <laughs> um, so it is, it is the morning. You have a newly reborn merman. <laughs> I'm a merman. Do we have oh, to like <laughs> sprinkle water on you because no, we're I can in the just desert? Water, right? No, oh. you create fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she can create water. I can it's create fine. water now. They're, they coexist more. together as one entity. You guys have about a four-hour journey until you get to the town. She's his yang to his yang. Yes. 
while we walk. She's the ying to his wang. Yeah. <laughs> the wang wang wing my wong. That's racist. Against wing. I guess I don't really call it the personalities. I thought you were gonna say against I'm backing up and starting. Alright. So Grayson uh Salar packs up her shit and starts to walk. I also take my bag that you were in. I give you your bag back and thank you for your help. And I stuff it back into my bag of bags and I'm like but do you put it in the other bag before stuffing it into no, the bag? No, I just stuff bags? it directly into the bag of bags. Bag of bags, bag of bags. Jesus All right. <laughs> Look, having so many bags can be useful. Great, now I got a bunch of like all right. 13. So you all start to travel. <laughs> you let me roll a die. Everything's fine. You guys make it. You can see the gates of the city. Well, not so much gates. You see the stone wall that surrounds the city. Where there would be gates, it's just an opening. There aren't any guards at the gates. Um, in front of you lies a uh, dusty little town. Uh, think like Wild West meets farm town. Okay. Uh, with a casino in the, in the center. So, Firefly. well, not in the center, but it, that's what I was thinking. Huh? Firefly Serenity, yeah, uh, where the uh, hot chick married uh, Mal or whatever. I don't know. And then she has I a didn't watch Firefly. For a leg. No, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! No. Spoilers. I never watched Firefly. Um, it's on my list. I, I, yeah, that was a great episode. No. Is that a different movie? The yeah, Serenity, like way better. All right. Guys, I didn't realize so traveling would be so horrible with lungs. <laughs> I gotta breathe in all this dust. <laughs> so, um, you guys, you have this town in front of you. I have a map of it in mm-hmm. my phone, and I also sent it to the group chat. Uh, don't use the one that has lit in the center of it. That was James's. <laughs> I want to go to lit. Uh, one moment while I scroll. I passed all these goddamn sewn up pieces of fucking foam, Eric. I entered a city. Alright. Going on in. It's it's not spectacular. Um the houses that's mine. Yeah. The houses in this town are better than like shanty town houses. They're they're put together better than the houses were in like the dumps in Nifflinhelm. Uh, they are. I mean, they hold up against the the weather and shit. Um, the first thing you all should do is roll a perception check. Does it involve smell? No. <laughs> Hell yeah! Perception. Here I come. All right, so who got uh, 12 or better? Can we use our passive? Sure. Okay. You know what that means about passive. This one is oh, totally passive. Loud. All right, so everyone, Chip, did you get 12 or better? I had a 14. Okay. Yeah, I'll just roll for him really quick. You got it. 18 for Kairos. Um, you all noticed that uh, the dusty road leads straight into the center of the town. They have offshoots on both sides that lead down little streets 
to all these houses and some businesses. But smack dab in the center of town is a clock tower that seems to be surrounded by a pale green flame. Mm. Um, as you walk in, you look to your left, you look to your right. Um, on the left is the inn, a sheriff's office, and the very far left is the casino. Northeast of where you are is a blacksmith and a tailor shop. All the way in the northwest corner is the town master's house. And all the way in the very northeast corner is a small non-denominational church. Alex goes to church. <clears throat> That's going to be the next episode. <laughs> Next episode is called Kerox Goes to Church. Um, take me to church. So you've got a sheriff's office, an inn, the town master's house, a flaming clock tower in the center of town, a church, a blacksmith, did I say a casino? Because yeah. there's a casino, and uh, a tailor. You just see signs, there are street signs pointing to all these things, that's why you know the general directions of them. All the street signs are in common. It's morning, mostly. Right? Yeah, huh? it's it is the morning. Guys, we can fix this. I'm gonna cast Wall of Water on that <laughs> giant clock tower. Do you get close to it? <laughs> well, I'm gonna cast those. That's wall honestly of water. I can what, choose fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly what I wanted to do was go over to the clock tower. Okay. With my bleep bleep. Kiss. Can I go? That's her, that's oh, her magic. Yeah, okay. To the police station and report a fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to do one thing. We're going to split the party. So who's going to the clock tower and who's going to the sheriff's office? Raise your hand if you're going to the clock tower. Everybody but James. All right, this is just like every time James goes somewhere. <laughs> so you all go to the clock tower. Um... You're gonna do detect magic. Someone else do uh, what the fuck is like a stonework check? Can I see someone sheet investigation? Yeah, do an investigation check. Anyone who's in uh, investigating the actual clock tower itself, James, you're not there. So we all um, just go up and start rubbing it. Well, <laughs> that's what investigation As you get up check. close, thirteen. You notice that it's not emanating any heat. Yeah. There, it's a pale green fl green flame, but it is not emanating any kind of heat. It, it provides what you assume to be a weird, eerie light source at night, hmm. but it doesn't. It's not. It's not for warmth. I got twenty. So uh, fifteen or better on your investigations. Just Michael. All right. So Michael, you notice it. What do my fish eyes tell me? <laughs> your fish eyes have a keen look, uh, a keen sense for dwarven architecture. Hmm. Um, it appears to be very ancient dwarvish architecture. It doesn't match anything else in town. Very magical. When we get to your detect magic, Salar, it, it emanates like the same kind of magic that uh, Phelan emanates when his magic fucking just pops off and goes crazy. So it emanates Whoa. a wild magic. Oh. 
This shit's wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael, do you have the uh, the wild magic table up? I can. Or you know what? It'd probably be easier for me to use the normal one for this situation. Are you we're sure? Gonna, we're gonna be using it a lot, and I need I need more. I need to rein it in. You can still use yours for you. Okay. You but, do you. Uh, Grayson, go ahead and roll me a d100 since you used Detect Magic, which is a spell or yeah, spell-like ability. Don't worry, I got you a d100. No. Be glad it, it wasn't mine. Uh, 66. 66! As you cast Detect Magic, um, up to three creatures of your choice you see within range can take 4d10 lightning damage. You feel this weird static charge take over your body. And you can either, like, you can either send it at some people, or you can just kind of, like, release it into the ether. That's not I fun. ain't about to attack my friends. Quote, unquote. Uh-huh. Drake's you see four Drake. small children. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, three small children come up, and they all kick you in the shin. <laughs> no, no, they don't. I guess <laughs> I'll send it up into the ether, and whoever it hits, it hits. Okay, so she kind of, like, releases this electric, like, lightning and into the into the sky and it just kind of like shazam and then it's done and, and i'm like you what this is like your stuff <laughs> my stuff i don't cast lightning i cast fire no is- where it does the thing that you do not want it to do this oh my fun. stuff's usually a little weirder than that though this is gonna be fun so Watch. um i'm gonna cast create water are you well i'm at wall of water on the tower to see if i can put it out and the, this like waterfall cascades onto the tower. Michael roll while magic, um, and nothing happens. The water is falling, <laughs> and the top the the fire kind of stays like it is. My uh, spell book gets stolen from a traveler from the future. <laughs> you didn't have a spell book. His pants. You're a sorcerer. Yeah. Huh? The traveler from the future steals his pants. So should I reroll them? Uh, no, what was the number? Two four one six. One six. For the next minute, you regain five hit points at the start of each of your turns. I feel healthier. <laughs> You're getting, like, it doesn't stack, this but if you lost life in the next minute, you get it back. It's a healing tower of fire. Mm. Um, so from there, we're going to switch over to James. James, you are walking up to the sheriff's office. Um, there's, like, an oldie-timey, like, star on the, on the door, and it says sheriff's office. It's like a really common shitty wooden door. Are we in fucking Texas? <laughs> yeah, you're in Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, jeez. Which, by the way, is a really good fucking game. Fuck Texas. Okay, um, <laughs> for Christmas. What do you do? Yeah, I'm gonna go inside and I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna be all like, uh. Wait, I can't hear. I can't hear you. It is I'm gonna tell him and I'm gonna be all like, uh. Are y'all aware that your clock tower is on fire? <laughs> you see, uh, two figures as you walk in. Do they pop sp- suspiciously out of the? No, closet? they are. They're sitting like in wooden chairs with their feet propped up on their desks. Mm-hmm. Um, with their spurs and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, with and, spurs. And yeah, chewing on straws, like you said. 
Um, They're eating your relatives. Oh my god. They are two. They are both human men. One of which is older, and one of which is younger. And uh, the older one kind of like kicks back off of his, <clears throat> like kicks his chair back, and he falls forward and lands on his feet, and he kind of stands up. You notice he has two holsters, each of which have a wand in them. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, dear lord. Wait, how, how come he can do a wield spell casting things and I can't? He's not using them both at once, is he? Wands are different. You can have like a wand of web and a wand of this and a wand of that. Well, I have a dagger of this and a shaft of that. That's different. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Do you attune to wands? No. Okay, cool. Unless the wand Depends in the book specifically the says you need attunement. I have a wand with misplaced objects. I just want to like rearrange yes. all of their wands. You're not there. You I went know, to the clock. But tower. if he tells me about it. That could be deadly for other people. Just good. letting you know if you fuck their wands up. Um, Excellent. So so he good, the, the older male kinda kicks back and he stands up and he's like, Well Yeah, that happened like a hundred years ago apparently. Just you got an hour, because I could explain it to you. Yeah. All right, Actually, sit down. Yeah, Take have, my chair. I have nothing to do here. So he, uh, as far he as ex- I know, he explains to you that Witch Bluff was the site of a major battle between the um, mages at the Arcanium and um, like sorcerers that did not want to uh, join the Arcanium and were kind of uh, fucking shit up around Kars several several hundred years ago. And um, the land itself is actually crackling with wild magic. So really any spell cast here that doesn't come from an enchanted object such as a wand or a staff that can inherently cast these spells, any Humanoid that casts spells will have to roll wild, roll wild magic while you're here. Cantrips, spells, whatever you use that's not coming from an object is going to cost anywhere some, some in the things. And the wild magic basically is making random changes to the, the land here. So the clock tower wasn't here. And then it was. And then like... Later, it caught fire, but it doesn't seem to hurt anything, so we just leave it the fuck alone. And now we don't need street lights. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, anywhere in the city, if magic is cast, it is uncontrollable. Basically, yes. Welcome to hell. That's gonna be a problem. <laughs> Uh, he's like, you're not from here, I assume, as per the question you just asked. And um, the one before, if that didn't give well, it Well, as per the reason I gave you this explanation on the town. Um, why are you here? Um, I just killed an ancient dragon. I need a place to rest. <laughs> I well, just killed an ancient dragon. And you're alone. A place to you by yourself. Killed an ancient dragon. <laughs> By golly, I did. In the desert. Yeah. Have you, you, you've never seen the Blue Tower? Uh, no, we don't get cable. It seems <laughs> to uh, 
appear out of the sand I've been searching for it and found it last night or yesterday and battled the, the dragon Roll deception. all day. And Roll night. deception. Right? Use a black die. Ah, for lying. Yeah. Black is for lying. Orange is for fire. That's and green right. is for necromancy. Roll it! He's just sitting there shaking it. The suspense. Okay. What'd you get? I got a 12. I got a 6. Yes, he fucking believes me. Every time you lie to somebody, they believe you. Even <laughs> if you roll shitty. Right? Yes. Oh, we're just hired by the bard to put on a town and sh- a show in town. <laughs> oh, so all those people aren't dead? No, they're fine. They're actors. Oh, come on in. Yeah, so here we go. We're going to go with this one. All right, well, that is... Have, uh, that is very, very impressive. Right, uh, have you have you ever heard of um, the name Karox the Desecrator? Is that the name of the, the dragon? No, no, no. That, no. no. Uh, well, then, you see... Oh, story. I understand, you know, you are the law enforcement here, and... Um, I am entering your town, and um, I, you know, feel like maybe I should let you know that I am a convicted felon. I'm a sex offender. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) But I have, um, you know, I've killed people, and I've spent time in prison for it, and I am have been given a second chance and I am now going around trying to do good deeds and I figured what better deed than to slay an ancient dragon that could possibly terrorize the land. So I set the, out... Do you have the staff out? Or do you, do you have anything out? Or is it all just kind of away? Um, no, I don't have the staff out. Okay. Um, well, he's enthralled by your story. And he believes every word of it. Yes. Uh, his deputy, who has been listening, rolled an 11. So he fucking also... <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, they tell you, well, if you're looking for a place to lay your head, we have an inn and a tavern. It's called the uh, Singing Stein. It is literally next door. Okay, I've, I've noticed that y'all have a casino as well. Um... Does your casino happen to have, like, I don't know, maybe a massage parlor? My muscles are quite sore from my journeys. No, the casino doesn't, but, um, I don't know if you've seen the town. It's, you know, the casino is a recent development. Uh, the town master, uh, he, he thought it was a good idea to maybe draw some people to town. Uh, where are the Indians? Killed them all. <laughs> oh my! No, <laughs> no but um. Then who's they're... running the casino? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. You'll have to find out. Um, but he that's, tells you the singing stein. Thing to say. He uh, he okay. says the singing stein is a good place for you to rest, <laughs> grab a drink. If you want to try out the casino, they have uh, several games that you can try your hand at for various amounts of money. Um, 
How long has he been gone? We say like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got he got the long version of what I told you guys. Like, well, thirty minutes. He, he, I've casted mending on this tower seventy six times. Then <laughs> <laughs> I really want to fix it. It's fine. So I got to roll on the world magic table seventy six times now. No, just roll once. It will do a collective thing. Ooh, when I next enter my house, it becomes steamy like a sauna. You were only, found by goblins in a cave. If only you had a house. Um, so, basically, uh, he tells you that the town master's name is Goldmane. I guess I'll write that down. You Gold. don't know that. No, he's steamy very, house. He's, he's writing his steamy house down <laughs> when he gets cave. home. Uh, Goldmane is a tabaxi. Tell what? Huh? Townmaster. I'm not using fancy words like Borgemeister and shit. It's ain't Ravensloft. You left there already. St. Barovia. Goddamn. Get it right. Um. What was his name? Goldmane. G-O-L-D. I figured I should write the name down. Thank you. G-O-L-D-M-A-N-E. And he's never gonna look at it. Nope! Um... So, basically, he gives you directions to the Singing Stein, he gives you directions to the the tailor and the blacksmith if you need anything, and uh, you know where the casino is and you know where the townmaster lives. Do y'all happen to have, like, a jewelry store? Or maybe, like, a collector of statues? Um, I've got a lot. You could <laughs> probably try to pawn... Some stuff off at the casino. They have a. They usually give you a, a good enough price for things you're trying to trade in for for cash. Okay. Um. So are you there? Or are you done there? Or are you leaving? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave. Fucking in with the loss, right? Um. And also, if you looked or like with your passive as you look in, like around the sheriff's office, it's obviously just them two. Running the the town law. Um. So we'll flash back to you guys, and in that time, Michael has fucking done a whole bunch of ridiculous things mm-hmm. that you'll have to check out in the deleted scenes. Uh. Um. But yes, Salar, you doing something else too? I was basically, since he's just taking time to fuck shit up in the world. Aren't you constantly doing detect magic? After lightning struck the sky from my body, I think I stopped. Okay. I want to talk to Salar about the chest from the tower. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, so the letter? Yeah. So do the thing and I'll tell you what it says. Did you find anything else in that box? There was a letter in... I think it's Elvish. I speak Elvish. You're a... What is your cleric domain? Trickery? Oh, that makes so much sense as to why you picked Triton. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... You speak Elvish. I speak Elvish. Hmm. Well then... If you wouldn't mind translating? Sure. 
Take the giant piece of paper. <laughs> Start okay. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> so, um... Guys we'll do the, so you guys are reading this as James is like walking back after you just kind of watched Michael just destroy the world and bring it back and destroy it and bring it back. Can I roll again? Uh, no. So the letter um, says the following. The Council of Kings convened on this day and do hereby decree that a time is coming when we will not be here to protect Kars from, from evil. The contents of this chest are meant to help the good nature defeat the evil that will threaten our land. We know not what form this evil will take. We only know that when it shows its face, the land will need our help. So on this day, when we make our last stand and fight back to back and side by side for the final time, we gift you with our most cherished possessions. Each of the six kings represented here uh, representing each of the six major districts of Kars, have interned an item in this chest. May the light of Severius and the power of the five guide you to victory. But be warned. Make sure you can trust those around you. For when one falters, the rest will fall. That's what one the letter says. One will become says. a triton. <laughs> I'm not even there, sir. Otherwise, like, fucking Karaoke's gonna kill us. <laughs> So, um, you guys kind of, uh, James Carrox kind of meets up with you guys, and, uh, you've kind of been walking around this, I guess, I assume you didn't just stand at one side of the fucking tower, you've probably gone around it and looked around. For little cracks and smidgen. Everyone roll perception. Yes! Even you, James. Can I use my pass? Yeah. I'm kidding. No, not right now. I'm kidding. So passive perception of I'm sorry, not passive. Regular perception of uh fifteen or better. Oh, I got that with my passive. Alright, so uh Salar, Phelan, and Morana. What'd you get, Joe? Oh, not that good? Why? I got a five. Oh, okay. Um, you all kind of are looking around, and you both, you, you three, look in the same direction at the same time as two figures approach you from a little side street. Um, one of which is this hulking blue dragonborn in a bronze uh, breastplate, and he has this huge axe on his back. What, why are you looking like that? Oh, wait, never mind. The other is this <clears throat> pale red, almost pink, gaunt, skinny tiefling. Um, <clears throat> the uh, dragonborn flips the great axe over his shoulder into his hands, and in your minds, you can kind of tell, you all hear the tiefling in your minds. He says, Stand down. We're only here for the desert dweller. We only want the servant of pride. And we'll see you next week. I cast Fireball. Nope! <laughs> Congratulations! 
you made it to the end of episode 35. We do hope this episode made it to you in its usual fashion, because none of us are professional podcasters, obviously, and migrating servers is stressful and gives me an anxiety attack. So with that being said, everybody tell your friends, tell your families, tell your floofs, because hashtag floofwatch2019, still going strong. Um, tell me in a comment on one of our Facebook or Twitter or Instagram pages how you listen to the show. Is it on iTunes? Is it on the Podbean app? Is it on the SoundCloud app? Is it on Spotify? Um... Any of the various Android podcatchers out there, Stitcher, find us somewhere on the internet and tell us how you listen to us, because that's important to me to make sure that it gets out there for you to hear. Obviously, if you're hearing this, it's working, but you know, whatever. So everybody, have a magical night and a magical life.